Welcome back to the Call Not Qualified podcast. I'm Owen. And I'm Natalie. And today we're joined by Ava Lenneman. Hey! <laughs> so why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and then Natalie and I will go from there. Sounds good. Um, my name is Ava. I am a sophomore. I will be a sophomore this fall at St. Ben's. Um, yeah, the College of St. Benedict's in St. Joe. I'm a nursing major. Um, I went to high school with Owen and Natalie. Um, mm-hmm. I played soccer growing up. I like to work out. I have two sisters. I love my dog. My favorite food is peanut butter. Nice. Solid choice. Yep. I don't think anyone has ever started with, like, their favorite food, but... We should make that, like, a more popular question. It's a defining factor. It is a defining factor. Can yeah. Can make or break a, how you think about someone. What would you say, Just Natalie, what would you say is your, really, like, favorite food? Just off the top of my head? Yes. Ice cream. Good choice. Yeah. Mm, what would I say? You can't ask a question and not have an answer. That's not how this works. Um, I don't know. Like, a good burger is always, like, one of my favorites. But peanut butter? No. <laughs> peanut butter, bacon, burger? Yeah. But I do eat a lot of peanut butter as a runner and mm-hmm. as just a person as well. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Um, oh, what is a person breaking news? Um, what kind of peanut butter? Uh, crunchy or creamy? Oh, like the the crunchy, the super crunch or whatever. Ooh, super crunch, Jif. Nope. Skippy. Skippy. All natural. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind we eat at my house. Um, so yeah, so you said, as you said, um, we know each other from high school, and actually so, yeah. before. Well. Well. Before we in high school, but yeah. Yeah. So, originally, Ava and I worked together, um, for the summer of twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Post-COVID. 2021. You're right. 2021. And at the Splash Pad in St. Michael. And Best job ever. It was the worst job. At, no, it wasn't the worst, but it was just not that fun. But we got to work together, and so we spent a lot of time playing, like, card games and just talking about life. <laughs> you talked that Solitaire was a game that you could play, like, not on the... Not on an app. With an actual <laughs> deck of cards. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, there was a lot of downtime in that job. So we, t- we like, I feel like I knew, like, so much about you after, like, a, one shift of working with. Like, I barely met you, and then we had talked about, like, everything about life. Especially your bunk bed. <laughs> <laughs> and we had so much time that Owen was able to knock my phone off the freezer and correct it. Yep. I broke Ava's phone, and I'm proud of it. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, I did break Ava's phone at the splash pad. It was Uh, a bonding moment. It was a bonding moment. And it was, like, brand new, wasn't it? Yes. That April, (laughs) I think. I don't know. It's really not that big of a deal. It was, like, the third time. I felt so bad, actually. I'm not proud of it. (laughs) But I made up for it because yesterday I cracked my own phone and shattered the screen, so. It happens. (laughs) Um, My phone is still standing if anyone's <laughs> wondering, but knock on board. But yeah, so that's how Ava and I first met, and then Natalie got to know her as well, and then we, because we all three... We had Spanish together the next school year. Did we, were we all three in the same class? Yes, yeah, so remember, because we made the giant picture book about <gasps> the caterpillar! Oh yes. my gosh, la bonita! We got to make these picture books in Spanish, then we had to write them in Spanish and do all the pictures from them, and then we got to go to the primary school and read them. So, it was so that fun. was fun. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I had COVID. Right? Or was it just no, a cold? No, you didn't. You just were sick. Oh, I was just sick. That's right. It wasn't COVID. But that was during like, the COVID year. Yeah. It was junior. 
Your senior year, our junior year. Yeah, it was a year older than yeah. us. She's kind of old. Well, people could so have probably weird. figured that out when she said that she's going to be a sophomore in college, and we've talked about how we're just going to college, so, you know, people yeah. can yeah. make an inference on that, but... But, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. That's all we and have for you today. No, uh. have kind of a connection from Ava because you both were the vice president. Oh, yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. I think I've talked about this before, that I was the vice president of NHS this last year, and... I got to take over for Ava. Mm-hmm. And big shoes to fill. Yeah, everyone told me I did a better job. No, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you took up the joke as the vice president at meetings. And it was the best change that ever happened mm-hmm. to NHS. I was sad. We No, we kept the joke. We, did, we took out the riddle. Oh, okay. I'm not that sad. Yeah. Okay, everybody else and who isn't in front of this, we can move on because they're probably confused. <laughs> People anyway. want to know about NHS. Anyway, answer to council. And I got you council. Student council. Except I was, n- I did not take over as president of student council. That would have been too much. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. Jesus. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> it's the only way I That's good enough it. to wrap the podcast up for the day. All right. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for like how we know each other. Mm-hmm. So our next question is normally. Um, what your favorite Bible story is. And so we, after some talking, throwing out some ideas, and asking you this question, we kind of decided um, to just talk about a few of Ava's favorite Bible stories, which are just good stories all around, as kind of just the, the whole episode. portion of today's episode. So if you're wondering why that question's missing, it's because basically everything you're about to hear next is like the encompassment, yeah. is that a word, of that question. <laughs> Ava thinks she's all important, can just walk in here and just change the outline of our whole We didn't podcast. really have an outline, though, wow. to be honest. Wow. Sometimes we're very intentional, and we have a very nice outline, and we're super prepared, and other days we're like, <laughs> hey, we're recording a podcast tomorrow, like, what are we talking about, so... But yes. Take the wheel, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. That's not even the... Never mind. Just praying on the way down the stairs to my basement, <laughs> like, give me the words, please, that'd be really great. For real. So, just kidding, I put some actual thought into this. Why don't you just start with what's the first story that you mentioned as one of your favorites? Um, so, yeah, right after praying about this, uh, yeah, I don't really have one favorite first or Bible story, but the one that came to mind was the baptism of Jesus, which is Matthew 3, 13 through 17. And it just starts off as, like, Jesus is coming and John the Baptist is like, wait, you want me to baptize Jesus, like, the Son of God, like, that, like, that seems opposite, like, can, Jesus, can you baptize me, and Jesus is like, no, like, like, I want, like, you to baptize me, and I feel like that is just, it says a lot even in that moment, because, like, Jesus is perfect, and obviously he's, like, our Savior, and he didn't even need to be baptized, and, like, by doing that, like, he shows us that, like, how important it is, and, like, kind of opens that door for, like, obviously us to be baptized, and obviously that is still continuing today. And then, like, right as he gets baptized, it's just, like, such a good image, and I always, like, think of this image, is that, like, I mean, John the Baptist is pouring the water from the Jordan River over his head, and, like, the heavens open. Like, I can't even, like, think of that in my head as, I mean, I can only think of it in, like, an earthly way, but, like, just thinking of, like, the heavens opening is just, like, so beautiful and so, like, crazy, and we talked about this before, is that, like, in scripture it never said, like, it doesn't ever say, like, the heavens were closed, but instead, like, it just, they're open, and they still are falling upon us like a dove. Just like that's how it says in scripture, and and that's just so affirming that we have access, like, through Jesus and through our faith, like, we have access to heaven, which is obviously, like, our ultimate goal as mm-hmm. we continue on this earth, so. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I like what you said and what, I mean, the Bible says that the heavens opened, but that, yeah, there's not a verse in the Bible that, you know, you flip a few books later and then it says that, oh, and actually, never mind, like, Jesus changed his mind, now they're closed. Like, that doesn't doesn't happen and that's not how it was supposed to work and it's not how it did. Yeah, and I also love how you said, like, that Jesus didn't have to be baptized because it's so true. I mean, Jesus is the son of God and he's already perfect and Jesus... God and the Spirit already being three in one, Jesus already had the Holy Spirit and he didn't need to be baptized, but he did it anyway, I think, like you said, to prove how important it was that we take that step. Well, and I think when we look, when we're reading anything um, during Jesus' lifetime, I mean, we're, we're looking to him as a perfect example mm-hmm. and what we should be modeling our life after. And the fact that he got baptized is just an extension of his leadership and you know mm-hmm. modeling what we should do I mean, yeah. he set a good like a good example for us when he did that yeah i also like to touch on like <clears throat> like when he like when he was baptized like the heavens are open and like the same thing like when we're baptized like we are like like welcomed into like the kingdom of heaven like we become children of god like through baptism and like when we you know when we are baptized like the heavens open for us and yeah it's just really good really mm-hmm. cool i really like that passage yeah yeah. For sure. I think that's kind of all we have for that one. We'll dive a little bit deeper into the next couple. Um, so, yeah, why don't you tell us what this... You had a few because you said you yeah. couldn't pick, like, a favorite. I couldn't pick a favorite. That's just hard. Yeah, so why mm-hmm. don't you tell us about the next story? All right, so the next one is the parable of the sower, which is also in Matthew, which is 13. I don't know. I first... Yeah, 13, 1 through 9, but then also it kind of continues at verse 18. But, um... It talks about, like, the four types of seeds, like, where they can be planted. So a seed is, like, so Jesus is talking to his disciples, like, on the lake and whatever, and he has this, like, big crowd, and he is talking to them about how a seed could, you can plant your seed on a path and birds can just eat them, eat it up. Or the second seed was sown upon rocks, which, um, the sun was scorching them because they had no depth. And then the third seed was grown among the thorns, and then the thorns obviously, like, choked them out. And then the fourth was that, obviously, the seed was planted in good soil and it brought a lot of grain. So I just, I don't know, there's a lot of places we can take this, but it kind of, like, reflects on, like, where am I in my faith? Because, I mean, I'm guilty of being the seed one, two, three, or four, depending on the season of life, and just, like, continuing to, like, try to continue to plant my seed in good soil with the people that I'm around and, like, the community and the things that I'm doing on day-to-day life. So I think it's a good, I don't know, I always use this as a good reflector in, like, where I am in my faith and... Like, how, yeah, how can I continue to, like, be a good servant of the Lord? Mm-hmm. I loved what we were talking about before the podcast, too. We were chatting about kind of this passage and what we wanted to say about it. But we are talking about the fourth seed and kind of how that's about, like, planting your roots deep and in Jesus. But we kind of talked about how that's sometimes hard in the sense of just with everything else that's going on in life and trying to make time for that. But I loved what you were saying about how that if you just you can take what you already have and instead of like focusing on God, when I get to this next season, how can I do this for you or be more for you? But just more focusing on how can I use what you've already given me, the time you've already given me and the gifts that I have right now. And also the influence I have right now as a way to share about you. Yeah, exactly. Like I can like, I mean, all of us are pretty deep in our faith and like we've planted our seed in good soil, but like a thorn could pop up, you know what I mean? And, like, Mm -hmm. a bird could still come swoop by and take off one of our, like, petals of our flowers. But, like, 
just, yeah, letting, and I also, well, never mind, well, let me go back on my tangent, but, like, plenty and good soil, like, it's so easy to be, like, hey, I'm planted, I have a good faith, like, I go to church, I have good friends, but, like, Lord, like, what can I do more? Because, like, it can be so overwhelming to, like, I mean, look at the Bible. Like, it's, like, ginormous. And, like, every single time you read it, like, the Holy Spirit could speak to you in a different way. And it's so easy to be, like, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, I'm in good soil. But, like, it's so easy to be, like, oh, I'm in good soil. Okay. Like, I can put my faith on the back burner. But instead, like, asking the Lord simply, like, how can I love you right now? And, like, not getting overwhelmed with that question of, like, how can I do more? How can I be doing this? How can I be doing this? But instead, like, taking that time to just be, like, okay, right now, how can I serve you? How can I you know, continue to, like, grow in good soil and not let a seed pop up or, or not a seed, a thorn yeah. or something. I, I also feel like sometimes going off of what you were saying that sometimes we think, like, that when we're planted in a good faith that we can just kind of stop whatever, I guess, actions we're taking that put us in that good faith, I guess. Like, if you would say that you're really deep in your faith because you've been spending a lot of time with God and you've been surrounding yourself with believers, but then you say, oh, like, I'm going to just lay off of that, that even in good soil plant like weeds and thorns can still pop up but it's just Mm -hmm. you have the depth I would say to get rid of that and also the fact that you have to be intentional about getting rid of that because you think of like a real garden in the sense of this beautiful garden and it's does it's not because weeds don't grow there it's because it's well kept and the gardener of the garden knows how to remove the things that are bad so it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen you just have to be intentional even Mm -hmm. when planted in good soil about watching out for thorns and things that could pop up yeah well i think kind of a little bit of a side note but we'll still with this i think it's i think this is such i mean jesus uses parables often throughout his teachings and i think this one's really good because i think sometimes you have to really look at the parable and look at it in the context of the times that they were in because Mm -hmm. some of the analogies he used maybe don't make like a ton of sense to us on the surface but they did to the people at the time Mm -hmm. and i think this one is really timely because I think everyone, everyone, you know, has a garden or knows someone with a garden or, you know, has some flowers in their yard. You know, I feel like this one is very just, um, not necessarily easy to understand, but it's very timely because, I mean, Jesus was speaking in the Bible when he's speaking to this. I mean, this was a time when a lot of people were farmers and, you know, that, so this, um, would have made sense to them in the time, but I still think it it makes sense um, today. Um, but then I think it's important to look a little deeper at the the imagery or like the metaphors that he was using. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you, you guys want to start. We can walk through like each of the four scenarios mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of what Jesus... So because he, he teaches the parable, but then he goes into an explanation mm-hmm. further about the parable. Yeah. Do you want to just kind of go verse by verse and we can read one about one of the seeds and then talk about it and then go back sure i can i can read the first one Mm -hmm. so first talking about the one that fell on um my translation says the footpath i don't know what you guys like the path yeah um so the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who's um here to say uh the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts so I think this one is kind of just talking about that when you're on that path, there's nothing for that seed to catch on to. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to be grabbed, um, you know, grabbed up and mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah, also if you think of the analogy of a path about, like, things on the path usually, like, get kicked up and just kind of shuffled, like, down the path in the sense of, like, if you're not planted or rooted in anything, like, people can just kind of swish you away into the world's ways, so to say. Yeah, for sure. And I also like how it says, like, <clears throat> like if you're on the path, like, there's a usually, like, relates to, like, no understanding. So I feel like it's easy to, like, I mean, I'm guilty of this, like, going to church and you're just, like, sitting there and you're like, do 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 Like, you're not really, like, intentionally, like, Lord, like, how, let me understand. Or, like, even reading the Bible, you can read it and be like, okay, I got the Bible done today. You know, like, but in, mm-hmm. in sitting there and intentionally asking the Holy Spirit to bring, like, enlighten you and, like, bring understanding. But, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Okay. The next one? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, you want to read it? We can get a taste of the different translations here. Ooh, we were yeah. talking about ahead of time that we each have a different translation of the Bible, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can read about the second one. This is about the seed um, that fell on the rocks, and it says, The seed falling on the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word at once and receives it with joy, but since they have not, since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. And I think this just is kind of talking about, like, our faith needs to be so much deeper than surface level. Like, we have to have deep mm-hmm. roots. And on the rock, like, on the rocky ground, we can't have those deep roots. Um, and... Do you want to, like, hum a little elevator music while you find that? <laughs> Sorry, for? just looking for the verse. Um, well, because it says they immediately receive it with joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then since they don't have deep roots, it doesn't last long. And I think if we aren't intentional about doing things to deepen our faith... Mm-hmm. then it, our faith can be wiped away so quickly mm-hmm. by the anything difficult that comes our way. Yeah. Before we were talking kind of about, like, the analogy of, like, the different hats we can wear. Like, when we go, you know, like, with a group of people that, like, are Christ-centered, like, putting on that hat, and, like, it's so easy to, like, feel the Holy Spirit and feel the Lord working and be filled up with that joy. And then once you leave that, you know, like, I'm going to go to soccer practice, I'm going to put that hat on, and I'm going to, you know, change that who I am because, like, it's just not deeped. Or, like, deeped? Oh, God. It's not rooted deeply. And I don't know who, like, I'm not, I'm forgetting who I, like, whose I am. Like, I'm forgetting that I'm defined by Christ. And instead, I'm defined by Christ with, when I'm wearing that hat. And then when I take it off, I'm defined by soccer practice. Or I'm taking the hat off and I'm defined by so- school. Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. anything that can take us away. Yeah, that's really good. Does somebody want to read about the third seed? Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. As for what the word... Uh, that's the wrong one. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lures of wealth choke the word, the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what... Oh, that's it. Anyway. Sorry. Maybe <laughs> I should reread that. Words are kind of small. And... For what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think this is the one, at least in my opinion, that feels maybe the most applicable in day-to-day life, no matter wh- where you are in your faith, what stage of it, because like we were talking about before, thorns can pop up no matter what soil you want, you're on, but it's how you, do you let the thorns choke you, or do you have a deep enough faith that you can prune back the th- thorns and stay rooted in the good soil? Yeah, I like what you said there, because the first two are like they're completely different soil mm-hmm. whereas the thorns that you can be on a you can be on that good soil and have that deep faith but yet those thorns can pop up at any time because you can have a deep faith but as soon as you set that aside 
because of one thing, or you let the worries in your life take over, then those thorns can pop up even in that good soil. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we were kind of talking before we recorded. I feel like this is the third time I've said this this episode, but we <laughs> talked a lot before we started the episode. But well, another thing we talked about is how thorns can represent so many different things in our life. And even things that aren't inherently bad. I feel like sometimes we think of thorns as these evil things. And just like with anything else, when it comes to faith, some things aren't bad by themselves. It's that if you use them to replace the space that Jesus should be in in your life, that's when it comes bad. But thorns could be your extracurricular activities, your sports, your, your social media, your friends, your relationships, school, pretty much just anything. But the thing is, like we said, how do you deal with that? And how do you prune that back as soon as you don't necessarily get rid of a thorn entirely but you just kind of trim it back to a point where it's like it's just mm-hmm. like some things you can't fully get rid of in your life like school that's always going to be there but you can't let it choke you out or choke out your faith you just have to you know figure out how to mm-hmm. you're kind of given like a choice like mm-hmm. do I want to let this consume me and you know like like you said let the worries kind of consume your heart and take you away from the Lord, or am I going to use this, offer it up as a sacrifice to the Lord, and allow it to, like, use those things, like, okay, Lord, I have to go to school, I cannot not go to school, but instead, I'm going to offer this up to you, and, like, I'm going to lay it at your feet, and you're going to take care of it, and in that, I'm going to glorify you through this thorn that could Mm -hmm. potentially blossom, maybe. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, which I think backs way up to what we were talking about when we first started talking about this parable, about, like, how God can use me right now, like, for example... Like you said, you have to go to school, but God, show me somebody at school today that I can show your love to, or help me to be a light in this place, or let me on my team, or at this practice, or this whatever, just help me to use the place that you've already put me in, the things that I have to go to, and the things that I need to be a part of, to still use that to glorify you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is working. That's really good. I like that. <laughs> And then do we want to talk about the last seed? Yeah, I think we already talked about it some, but we might as well, let's let's read it yeah. and then we can talk about that. Because the fourth seed is the one that's really set apart because um, the seed that, it, the, uh, my translation says, the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. Mm-hmm. That's good. Which is, go yeah. ahead. Oh, I think like as immediately, like when you said that, like, like, 30, 60, whatever, like, more than it was actually planted. I feel like that reminds me of that, like, the Lord promises more. And you may not be able to provide that, but, like, instead, like, the Lord will provide and provide you more than Mm -hmm. what you think, especially, like, when you're going through a struggle or something, and you're like, Lord, like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? But, um, oh, let me find my thought. Yeah, asking the Lord, like, why is this happening? But then, like, stepping back and saying, like, the Lord promises more, and through that, like, yeah, mm-hmm. never mind. I don't, well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like take your thought, but I think I know kind of yeah, where you're going. Th- that like, in that it can seem like you know when you said like uh, you have some sort of thing that you're struggling with or some struggle that's come your way, and that we can see that as like something that's so difficult that we can't get past it, and the Lord can do so much right. more than what we could imagine to even like use that situation for something good. Mm-hmm. When it, when it's something that seems like there's nothing good in it. Yeah. yeah, I also think that that part of the verse is talking about 
um, producing a crop, but a crop that's not just for yourself. The 30, 60, 90, or 30, 60, 100, whatever it is, is, um, could also be the people that you touch, like we said, like, when you're bringing your light to your activities in school and all these things, like, who are the other people that your, the deepness in your faith and how it's rooted in your understanding of it could be, um, spread to everybody else and help plant seeds to other people. That's really interesting. I didn't even think about that at the start, like, that the, the first ones are all focused on, like, how it can, like, the first mm-hmm. seed, three seeds is, like, it's focused on, like, how it affects your faith. Mm-hmm. That if you're not, you know, your faith isn't deep, that then you're not going to... Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. Like, you're not going to be... Your faith isn't going to deepen. Yeah. But that this one is, like, when you have a deep faith, you have more than enough mm-hmm. to share with everyone else. Yes. Like the harvest. But Abundant. I, yeah, and I think it's hard, though, when you're not rooted in the good thing. Like, if you don't have enough even for yourself, it's hard to give it away yes. to others. There you go. You, like... You yes. verbalized what I yep. was trying to say there. <laughs> She's got in a more concise so many good way. words. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, this has kind of a little tangent, but, like, it reminds me of, like, if you think of our heart as, like, a cup, like, the Lord, like, earthly things or, you know, like, these things we've been talking about as thorns, like, soccer practice and friends and stuff can only fill up my cup. It might even fill me right to the top, but when you are with the Lord and, like, filling yourself with that goodness, like, he will pour and it will overflow, and that overflowness, like, mm-hmm. will flow to others. Start making. Yeah, that's another very good analogy. Yeah, and I don't know where this came from, but I'm gonna spin off that analogy. But also, like thorns, you think about it, like thorns are sharp and thorns like poke holes and things. So, like, if you have your cup and if you're not letting Jesus fill it up and you're letting the thorns take it, the thorns are like poking holes in your cup and they're draining your cup. But when you're not, like, when you've rid yourself of the thorns and Jesus is the only thing filling you up, that's how you're overflowing because you have nothing that's draining your cup. You, you're only overflowing yeah if that makes sense no i i can see it random thought i don't know but yeah no that's awesome that's good yeah yeah well there was one more passage that you shared with us that was another one of your favorites so if we want to jump to that as well yes so we're not in matthew anymore but we're gonna jump to philippians 2 1 through 11 Mm -hmm. i feel like we should like give a page number like for anyone following along at home (laughs) we all have different pages i'm on page 1385 1257 oh roughly i guess my bible's short yeah ripped out a page one day or something yeah well this yeah this passage is all about imitating christ's humility which I always read this passage kind of feeling like I got a little bit slapped in the face in a good way, in a good Mm -hmm. way, in a great way. Um, But it's just a good reminder of like who Jesus is as a person. And like when he said yes to the Lord and came down and like took, like he came to this broken world when he was up in heaven. You know what I mean? Like he came to this broken world and he was able to stay humble and stay perfect the whole time and just continue to serve and say yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good reminder for us, especially, I mean, living in the world we live in today, just to cling to cling to truth, uppercase T, and not what the world is filling us with. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, I love the uppercase T because it's like cling to the truth, not some truth that something throws at you or somebody tells you that you need to believe this is true. But Jesus, the truth, capital T, who is the way, the truth and the life, because he's like the only truth that can really fill you up. It's just so good. I'm going to try to pick out a couple verses. But, yeah, mm-hmm. verse 3, like, do nothing from selfish, selfish ambition and insight, but in humility regard others as better than yourself. Because it's so, I mean, I'm so guilty of 
just, like, being selfish, thinking of myself, doing things for myself, but instead, like, like, how can I serve others? Like, now that my cup is, like, filled up and overflowing, like, how can I use that to do goodness in this world? Because, I mean, we're all called to be disciples, and as mm-hmm. disciples, we want to spread the good news. Yeah, but you, I mean, we're all guilty of that, I think, like, the selfish nature, because that's just, like, our human nature is, like, we want to just think about, like, how it's going to affect me and how I want this to be, like, what does Natalie want? What does Ava want? What does Owen want? When really it needs to be about, like, you said, like, how can I help with my overflowing cup? Other right. people. Mm-hmm. One other verse, like you said, um, uh, jumping to verse uh, six, my Bible says, um, though he though he was God, because Jesus, I mean, it's the mm-hmm. Trinity. Jesus is part, he's one with God. Um Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, I mean, that's just such a good example because I think sometimes we get so much of our worth and we cling to like, oh, well, you know, this person's really successful and I'm kind of on their mm-hmm. level. Or like, you know, we cling to those mm-hmm. things like measuring ourselves up against others. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas really we should be measuring ourselves next to God's standard for us Mm -hmm. and really next to Jesus. I mean, Jesus is the ultimate model of how we should be living our lives Mm -hmm. and that, yeah. I kind of took that verse a little differently, but also like very good. Like, I mean, Jesus was like the son of God. Like I can't like go around and be like, I can say I'm daughter of God, but like he was like literally the son of God. And like, it was just like, so like, he could have gone around and been like, guys, I'm the son of God, you know, like around mm-hmm. everything. And he could have used that and he could have like, that could have easily brought pride into his life. And he could have been like, yeah, that's it. But like, instead, like he didn't, like, it wasn't something to be exploited. Like it wasn't something that like he like flaunted or anything. Like he yeah. like took the true act of humility. And like, again, like verse a seven says so taking the form of a slave being born in human likeness. Like he, like our God is just so good. And Jesus was just so like, so willing to just serve him and say yes to him every single day, even though he was walking amongst thorns. He was walking amongst, you know, like, everything was saying no. Everything was saying no, but he continued to, like, grow towards the sun. You know what I mean? Like, he continued mm-hmm. to grow up and grow, like, say yes, and it was just, I don't know. I just can't. It's so crazy to comprehend. Yeah. I, I'm going to go back to verse 6 again because we've all kind of given our thoughts on that, but also, like, thinking about how much we use, like, the little things in our life. Like, oh, like, did you hear that, like, I got, like, this score, I'm this smarter, like, oh, I have this many points in my last basketball game or whatever, like, oh, I managed to make it into this, like, elite swimming, or I got into this school, like, we use all these little things to, like, flaunt and, like, as pride to, like, make ourselves look better, and like we said, like, Jesus is a literal son of God, which is, like, that is, like, the highest, like, nothing can compare to that, and yet he, he is not flaunting that or showing that in any way, he's, like, the most humble person, even though he has, like, the biggest thing that he could easily use as something and us with all of our smaller things we have so much like pride almost to a fault in that when Jesus who has something so much better even is so humble which I think is such a good example because he's showing us that like even in this biggest thing how he's like in humility Mm -hmm. well and I think sometimes it is hard because I think the world tells us that those mm-hmm. accomplishments are what matter. Yeah. You know, those accomplishments that you were talking oh, yeah, about, like sure. mm-hmm. doing well on a test, you know, being in, yeah, getting into the best college, getting into, you know, 
having the best, you know, for adults, like having the best marriage, you know, like all these things, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, looking the best, even, you know, people, you know, like the world just lets us think that all these things are so important. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then what you said that really. And there's things that it's like, you can be proud of it. Like if you get into a good school, if you have, like you said, a good marriage, or if you have like a, did I say a good school or you get in, you perform really well, like those are things to be proud of. And there's nothing wrong with like feeling proud about it and feeling happy about it. But it's like how you choose to let that like affect your attitude. Like if you turn that into like a attitude of pride that you use in a negative way, that's when it becomes a problem. And I think there's like a line there between Mm -hmm. the two. Well, also if we let those things give us our worth, like those smaller things, then this kind of jumps back to the parable of the sower that those things are, like the rocky ground mm-hmm. that we can be easily uprooted if we find our worth in that and rather we should find our worth in Jesus. Yeah. I also have noted here like like yes like this is about like Jesus and everything but also like if we take it back another step and look at like like what God did like God like this was his only son you know what I mean like Jesus mm-hmm. was his only son and like you know, I'm not a mom but like I could only think of like what it would be like to like send my son out to get persecuted get beaten to death And, like, obviously God knew that there was a greater plan and it was going to turn out. But even in the midst of that, suffering in that, like, that desolation, like, he, like, he made the greatest act of humility to give us his, like, his son. Mm -hmm. And to, like, obviously, like, he did that for us. Like, he didn't have to. Like, God Mm could have, like, he could have taken, he could have created the world and taken a step back. But instead, like, he saved us and he, like, is continuing to let those heavens rain down and Mm -hmm. just, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I absolutely loved what you said earlier which was that um like the cross was like the greatest act of humility because it's like Jesus humbled himself so much to our level like he chose to come down from heaven like the greatest possible thing like who would ever want to leave that and he chose to come down in order to save us and in order like you said to face all the persecution and hardships to do it which is just like when you think about that I feel like it just like changes your perspective so much to realize that like somebody loves you that much that they did that for you and that they did that to save you and that they did that so that not only could Jesus be back in heaven with his father, but that we could all come with him when he did. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Well, not only did Jesus come down, like, just to the earth. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was an act of humility itself. But then, yeah, what you said, that he died on the cross. And literally, I mean, next to two criminals, like the Mm -hmm. low, like the, some of the lowest of low, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can go. You can I was going to say, yeah, he humbled himself to such a low level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that's this kind of how this passage wraps up, because it, it t- talks about, it says, um, when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I think, wraps that up really yeah. well. For yeah. sure. It's just, and it also is like, like it shows that like he gave him the name and above every other name. Like now Jesus' name is a prayer and it like, like every knee shall bend in the name of Jesus. And like through those hardships, through whatever you're going on in your life, you know what I mean? Like through that hard stuff, like the Lord will provide and he'll like give you like... Mm-hmm what like he'll give you goodness if you continue to cling to his good soil mm-hmm. that passage is just so good mm-hmm. they all were and all of those are ones that I've 
obviously read before and I've heard and I've heard, like we read about them at church but I think that I don't know kind of some of the things we talked about definitely changed my perspective on some of them a little bit so yeah I love I love diving into like just mm-hmm. one passage I mean just a couple of these were literally just a couple of verses yeah. and we made a whole episode out of it I, I really enjoyed this yeah but I think Go ahead. Oh, no, I just, it's super funny to, like, because I have, like, obviously these are a couple of my favorites, so I have, like, read them and stuff, and I've brought them to other of my friends, and, like, just the way that the Holy Spirit, like, I've read all these before, you know what I mean? But, like, the way, like, the what mm-hmm. we talked about was totally different, and, like, how the Holy Spirit can just, like, pull these things out, and, like, you know, like, maybe this is what we need to hear, maybe that's what the listeners need to hear, but, like, the Lord is working in, like, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. I love how just, like, every time you read it, like, different things can jump off the page. Like you said, we pulled so much out of just a couple of verses. And the fact that, like, the Bible is just, like, you can just, like, tell when you read it. And the way that things jump off the page, like, it's just so, like, the Bible says, like, that scripture is, like, God breathed it. Like, God, this is literally God's word to us. And the fact that, like, even in just a couple of verses, there can be so much stuff that's packed into it. Some stuff that, like, it's almost too much to, like, understand all in once, like, sitting just reading it once and like you said different times you read it different Mm -hmm. things will pop off yeah for sure and it also ties back like you gotta like ask the lord like what do i need right now you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this is like i'll be reading this the rest of my life and every single time will be different but every single time the lord will give me like what i need and Mm -hmm. yeah 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 well just so good yeah this is awesome thanks (laughs) for thanks for coming on the podcast this is so fun I mean, thank you guys. Like, I just want to affirm you guys just, like, being on here. It's just, like, so good to see, like, you guys are saying yes, and you guys are letting the Holy Spirit work, and it's just so good. So. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, I don't know, I just was, like, thinking about this. Oh, if boy. you if you have anything <laughs> that you want us to talk about on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we have an email, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Just shoot us an email, and maybe we can talk about it whether it's just like i mean goodness like what's your favorite food we talked about that already but you know (laughs) something just silly fun like that that we can talk about at the beginning of the episode or it's like an entire topic that you'd like to hear us talk about Mm -hmm. send those over we'd love to hear it yes ava again thanks so much it was such a joy to have you on just to get to see you and talk to you and it was so fun yeah thanks for listening bye